This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that phase, I'm just showing proof. You know the vibes, Hana. Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, Yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind, and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. They keep the pressure on these eyes, they call it, you lack it. Till you flapping on the canvas and bombing your weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got gray seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJQ. You know the vibes. Ding, ding. What up, Boxing World? It's Boxing Vibes TV coming right back at you, giving the best boxing analysis on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, you name it. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce the crew. We got JD. Uh-huh. You already know it's 8-1-Trey all day. We got Q. Q64 for sure, baby. What we got? And we got yours true. J-Box, moderator of the matters. Now, before we get into it, JD, we need a little something from you. Uh huh. And it's called the pod quote of the day. All right, pod quote of the day. This is from none other than the greatest, Muhammad Ali, also once known as Cassius Clay. And the quote is very short and sweet, where he says, When you're this great, it's hard to be humble. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh huh. You know, I feel like that sometimes you know, <laughs> in my life, and then I, you know, I can't imagine here. being that great. Cause boy, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out of pocket right now. It ain't nothing. All right. So, uh, before we get into the meat of, we got some things we need to tell the people to do, and I think JD's the man to go to. JD, tell the people what to do. And see, if you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. Do that. Do that. Go ahead and do that. Now, hopefully everybody had a safe and wonderful Juneteenth. Um, it was an action-packed filled weekend with a slew of boxing matches. Um, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, of course, it's boxing shooting itself in the foot, but we had about five or six uh, events going on at once on Saturday. So, fellas, what caught your eye? Go ahead, Q. Hi, man. What, what caught my eye, bro? Uh, honestly. Uh, the only thing I really did catch, and I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, was the, was the Charlo fight, man. Charlo Montiel, and boy, sound like that was the wrong fight to catch. Boy, <laughs> boy you, definitely man. caught my eye, and not for the best reason, brother. Uh, I might have to pipe down on all that. I don't want to see Jamel Charlo fight fight uh, Canelo now. Right? I just don't think that's the fight for him right now. I don't think that's it. I don't think he want that right. Why? Now. Did you see the fight? I saw more. I, I I saw a good minute of it, but I mean, uh, ah, he, is bro. he not the middleweight champ? Has he not been calling for that fight? He well, you know, he been calling for yeah. he didn't call for a lot of things. I don't think he wants. You know what I'm saying? From what I saw, don't get fed. Go ahead he want that money. He want that money. Not the candy bar. The payday. Right. payday. Go ahead uh, and earn that payday, boy. You know, I, I I definitely I definitely tune into it, man. But um, just going about it, and I don't like to, I don't like to, you know, something about it, hold everything up on one fight. But bro, Montiel, my boy, <laughs> Montiel had no nothing but willpower. And I, I imagine he had some punching power also, definitely, because I he, he definitely I saw some spots where he caught Charlo, and you know, Charlo looked very different after the fight. You know, he he touched him, but it's like he had no fundamentals in my opinion he had no defense 
and he was never dropped. Let, 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 let me say this, and and I and I did catch a good bit of the fight. Um, I don't know if you all remember a fight between our very own Tampa, the Bay Area's very own Ronald Winky Wright, and um, oh goodness, I forget his name. Ah, very awkward fighter from Australia. Uh, he was on the Contender. Anyway, very awkward guy hit Winky Wright probably the second or third most in his career. Guy's nowhere near his talent level, but he was really, really awkward. Styles. Yeah, Styles make fights. And when the, when the name comes to me, you guys will remember him. He fought on the contender on ESPN um, a few times. But he, but he was awkward. And sometimes you fight down to the level of your competition. So I right. don't want to rule out, you know, him stepping up his game and really rising to the cage. He might have known who he was in with and just – but then again, you you know, you want to put on the show. Especially on Juneteenth, man. You got to do something, baby. Yeah, do something, I, baby. I, it was a point where I was worried about my Montiel getting that freedom belt, my boy. It was a point where I was like, bro, this hey, might. Hey, so a Mexican was going to get the freedom belt, Ooh, huh? The Juneteenth belt. Bro. In your city. <laughs> on your weekend. You know. Well, hey. hey listen, freedom for all. So. <laughs> more, more, more definitely, more definitely, but you know. Uh, what caught your eye, JD? All right, man. What caught my eye actually isn't even a fight that was one of the most notable fights that was promoted, you know, on the weekend. But I'm not going to lie. And shout out to uh, QQ actually put this up on our IG. And I saw it. And I was like, damn, this just happened right now? Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was the fight between Gabriel Rosado mm. and Bektamir Metakuzov. Bling blah. And where Lights we out. saw him arguably get what probably – you never know what could happen. We got a lot of fights coming up later on in the year, second half of the year, but might end up being the KO of the year. Definitely a contender. And, and so when I saw Wait. that highlight, I stopped. I'm like, man, let me go back and rewind it. And so this was on the undercard of the Jaime Mungia uh, main event. And so I watched it, and then Shout I realized that on top of getting that KO in the third, Gabriel Rosado actually got up from a knockdown himself. Yes, <laughs> this dude, Bektamir. I ain't going to front like I knew that. You know what I mean? I didn't know it either, bro. Yes, bro. I, yes. Seen, I seen the yes. highlight. And we're like, I got to post this. Yes, he actually had knocked Gabriel down uh, early. And if I believe it was the first round, he got he knocked him down to, right. with a body shot. And Gabriel was able to rally and then end up hitting him with the bling blow. Because ultimately, was this like dude, fourth round? No, third round. Third, third round. round. Yeah, yeah and so this dude, Bektamir Melikuzov. He was a favorite. Yes, he was a he was favorite. He was undefeated. A he was undefeated, and he was a highly touted uh, prospect. Right, right. Yeah. A.K.A. The Bully. The His Bully. He was the Bully. And when I watched, I saw why they called him the Bully. Buddy was literally walking straight to Gabe and True. just trying to lay, lay punches, like really trying to bully him. But shout out to Gabriel Rosado, Most man. Definitely. Okay. And uh, it, it, it hurt. I, I, when my first initial thought too was when I saw that I'm like, God damn, Gabe Rosado won't go away, man. He would hey, not. Hey, hey, you ain't see what I was pointing to. You ain't see what I was pointing. Yeah, yeah I, I saw what you saying when we talked yeah. about that. Hey, man, harking us back to that quote from uh, what's yeah, it, David Sora? Yeah, talking about I'm like herpes. As soon as you think I'm gone, I pop right back up. Early, early. <laughs> and and to that note, you know what they say you do to a bully, right? Hey, 
punch him right in the, in the mouth. Yep, yep. Man, punch him right in the mouth. Yep. Hard, real hard, man. <laughs> real hard, man. But yeah, overall, that that's definitely what probably caught my eye the most, man. Even though there are a lot of other good fights, but salute to Gabe Rosado with potentially having uh, the knockout of the year. I'm gonna jump in because there's, there's a lot of fights. Yeah, shout out to Hamun Gia, you know, walking away with that fifth round TKO. Um, had Charlo winning uh, the fight going the distance. Um, we had uh, Chavez Senior out there putting yeah. in work. Um, what about Lamont's, Junior? What about Junior? Hey, we we, we, we gonna get. That. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 about, I'm about to talk about a pound for pound. <laughs> we had another monster sighting. Um, you know, I'll say something about the. Uh, uh, anyway, um, no, yeah, was, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a real talent, but he needs to be pushed. Right. And I want to see, of course, if he fights, if he, um, I want to say the guy's name is Masaka, Masaka, Masaka. Anyway, if he unifies and he gets a rematch with, uh, he fights a rematch with Nonito there, I want to see how he's improved. And so that's the thing that caught my eye. He really knocked the guy out to the body and he he was really I don't want to say crafty, but he was committed to the body in a way. I think he, every time he dropped him, it was to the body. Right. Oh, right? most definitely. All, yeah, all of them went to the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 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 the monster man, he he he's doing it, um, knocking him out to the head, knocking him out to the body. He's 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 doing he's doing it all. Um, hey, bro. To your point, um, before you go, and this this harks me back to when we spoke on um, anyway before. I'm one of those people, man, that I do believe he he deserves to be up there pound for pound. But man, I gotta keep it one hundred, bro. When you're one hundred and eighteen pounds, mm-hmm. you're one hundred and eighteen pounds. You are so far down below the average of of the male population weight wise. I'm one of those people that I need to see him at least go up to not soon, but go up to one thirty. I need that out of anyway. I, that, I need that, him to go that up to 125. But no, but I'm saying 125 to 130. I need to see that because I don't know for him to spend his whole career hey. at 118. Hey brother, I, I, I think we'll get the, hey brother. the bigger fights. Hey brother, you weight shaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and real quick hey, before we I'm move sorry, on, 118. Nah, bro, he gonna have to go well, up. Well, well, at so least hey, we call them slim brims. <laughs> see, see, for me, the only reason why I, I disagree in, in in certain contexts is if the competition is there, right? It, that that's the problem with the lighter weights, like in the yeah. the, the fee, with, with the female fighters. You know, they they don't have a whole lot of depth in their division. So I get your point about one eighteen. You're such you're so much under the average, you know, weight class that it, it there might not be a, there might not be that that pool of right. fighters like in the welterweight division. So what I get division push is Guillermo in? Rick and I, what division he in? Well, he's 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 one twenty two. He's one twenty two. Yeah, yeah. So I want to so, see him so, fight him. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. He can, he can move up and move to, and 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 really establish himself if the competition is there. So, um, speaking of competition, oh, let me go back to one thing. I did forget the guy's name. His name was Sam Solomon. Winky Wright versus Sam Solomon. Okay. That's a that's a that's a case of and yeah, a lot of people probably didn't see that fight because nobody you know really you know pays attention to Sam Solomon. But that was a fight where Winky Wright had a really awkward style in front of him, and the guy pushed him like, you know. Two completely different stratospheres as far as mm-hmm. fighters go, but he pushed them, and so just that's just harkening back to when we we're talking about Charlo and Matias. Yeah, styles make fights. Styles yeah. make fights. He might have fought down to his competition. 
Um, my 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 only issue is my man didn't throw he didn't throw enough punches and to, in my opinion and on a on a flip side the reciprocal you had Charlo that threw the highest punch output of his whole career of his whole boxing career. That, like, that might be able to take a punch. Yeah, he definitely was able to take a punch. But I'm you know <laughs> it, it, it was just it was disheartening to see that man and you know property value man you know. Hey, well, 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 we're going to get into something about that um, as far as yeah, fighting down your competition. But somebody right. who's fighting up, ugh, yeah. need to be a tank, is Javante Tank Hold Davis that. fighting Hold on that. 26. Speaking of going up and weight. Not, not lightweight. Not junior lightweight. He's fighting junior welterweight. at junior welterweight. He just, he just went from 130 to 140 like it's nothing. Uh, nothing. He, he say he cracking it. He say he cracking. I'm going to just Ooh, say I'm cracking up here. Let's That's what he said. Up, so we're going to see. What you got on the JD as far as Tank Davis and uh versus uh Barrios at one forty? What you think about that? Barrios, Barrios. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I I, I gotta show a little bit of love to El Azteca, El Azteca as they call him, <laughs> Mario Barrios. Uh, cause at first I'm like, you know, when you first heard this announced, everybody like, man, who the hell this man going to fight? You know what I'm saying? Right. Mario Bar- Barrios, like, who's this dude that ain't going to uh scrub up? But the more I started to peel back layer after layer and watch, uh, dig into the Showtime series and look back at some of the Showtime fights, I'm like, oh, shoot. You know, Buddy been fighting. No, he he been out here knocking knocking people out, like knocking people out. Knocking now. pictures off the wall. Yeah, so I started to realize this. Texas, baby. Then I realized for his last 11 camps, he's been with the great trainer Virgil Hunter. A.K.A. Keith Cole Daddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so ultimately, I mean, it changed my whole lens on the opponent that Tank is about to move up to try to take on. And so I'm really excited for the fight coming up this Saturday night live in ATL. I would be lying if I said I'm a little bit worried for Tank. I believe Tank will pull it out. But I will say that Mario Barrios is no slouch. You know he's coming with a good strategic game plan with Virgil Hunter. He's a taller guy, longer reach. He's ready to go to war. And I really think this is going to be a fight that's really going to really be a war between the two of them. And we're going to see how much Tank's power really translates overall as far as moving up that quick and weight. What you got on the queue? Yeah, man, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little worried, man. Honestly, I'm a little worried because I, I see Mario Barrios as being he more. I I see him as being more than just a slugger, man. You know, I I like his punch placements. I like how he moves, footwork. I, I see a lot of fundamentals and things. And I didn't know like 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 JD said, man. Virgil, I ain't know he was with Virgil Hunter. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not a, you know, they ain't nothing to sneeze at. And um, the height, reach, um, and, and plus he already been up there. You know, and I feel like Tank. You know, Tank had had his had his weight struggles. Um, this is my opinion on the fight. Tank gonna have to win rounds. He gonna have to, he gonna have to win rounds, and if that knockout comes, it comes. But he's gonna have to be a lot more. All that pop shot and all that. Not, all not that, just all giving that away, huh? Give it, not not, not giving away. Bro. Yeah, you gotta start early. You gotta get, you, you gotta put work in early, and you gotta. He gotta be more active, offensively. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. actually, you know. And that'll that'll make that'll maybe help him defensively if he could keep my man on the more more on the defense more. Um, but yeah, I just feel like he wanted to, he wanted to come in a little, with a different game plan than he did the last fight at one thirty against um 
What's my man's name? Little Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa, Santa Cruz, Cruz, man. And um and, and I will say with um with the Virgil Hunter element, now ultimately at the end of the day, man, when it comes to boxing, the two fighters in the ring are the ones who determine the outcome. Most but where the Virgil Hunter thing took me for a loop, uh, to your point, Q, is that Tank is gonna have to really fight because you know that a trainer like Virgil Hunter is going to give Mario the right strategy. Right. The only question is going to be, yeah. exactly, the only question is going to be, can Mario execute it? But you know with a trainer like that, he's going to pick apart Tank and so and come with the with right strategy. Be, and so he's going to have he gonna have a man using that using that reach, keeping that stick out, right. staying mm -hmm. on his feet, and staying away from that damn mother cut. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to I'm take the away, definitely. I, I, I'm going to jump in here so we can come back down there for a little bit. <clears throat> Speak on it, bro. Javante Tank Davis fought at 130, right? He did. Yep. He's fought at 135 before, right? He did it. Who didn't he fight at 135? I'll, I'll answer it. Everybody. 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 Right. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Right. Who did he fight at 135? It was his fault, though. What 130-pounder what, what, what did he fight that was 130-pounder at 130? That's a natural. That 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 was his weight. Oh, cause oh, what moved up, huh? I did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so I'm putting it in perspective. I I will say part of making a great boxer is marketing, and sometimes HBO was the king of doing this, especially HBO two twenty four seven, making a fighter seem dangerous that really wasn't. Mm -hmm. and, so, and, and so he, I'm not going to just, Mario's bar, I, Barris, I'm not going to just completely, you know, you know, just dismiss him. But the larger point I get to with fighters like Canelo, uh, Javante Davis, Oscar De La Hoya in his time, and even Mayweather, opponents are picked carefully, right? So I default to his management team and they know what they're doing. So I'm a little bit more high on this fight as far as displaying Tank Davis, um, his his ability, because he's fighting in LA, right? And oh yes, what do I mean by that? We've all been in high school. We know what a homecoming game is. We're supposed okay. to win. So I'm just saying, because even Floyd made this comment. He never said Javante Davis was the best fighter in boxing. He said he's the most exciting, and that's how they're marketing him. Right. So I think they're trying to put him and match him well. So which means to me that if he's matched well, and it's sort of a homecoming. I mean, you know, it's not DC or Baltimore area, but it's Atlanta. You know, that's that's just kind right. of what he's um, Well, think about it. Okay, but that, I'm, it, I'm trying not, to figure out the DC Baltimore coming now because Atlanta, bro, the the, the I, bees knees. I I know. I'm I'm just saying it's not. It's an area where you know they, they really. You better say he's not from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not from. He's but from the area. DC Baltimore area. That was, yeah, yeah, you know. but that's what I'm saying. It, oh, he, yeah. he Atlanta supports Tank Davis. Definitely. And, Definitely. and so that's what I'm saying. It's a bit of a homecoming, even though he's not from there. Because I'm so excited. It's, it's like it's like somebody. It's like Errol Spence fighting in Dallas. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a homecoming, or it's fighting in Texas. Period. It may or just fighting in the region where people will come out and show out for you. Right. So, and the point I'm making is that this fight was in Vegas. You know, then it's for the money, and then there's some danger there, and then his team is willing to put him in danger because it's a big money fight. Various. Well, maybe with own Vegas. 
Hey, no, yeah. no. And Barry's is not a big money fight, so I'm just going off of business wise <laughs> so because I can't really say I'm super familiar with Mario. Uh, with Barrios, man, I, I don't it's know. A, if it's a dangerous fight. Uh, I'm scared. Oh no, no, no. I mean, hey, let me let me say this, man. It, it, it's most definitely a dangerous fight, only because, to your point, Jay, take and a lot of these other lightweights still have to fight each other to really start to see who's really the supreme one. Right now, we would assume it's T.O., but all of them really haven't gotten in and mixed it up. Now, the reason why, what I, what I think that they're doing with Tank is a lot of people don't realize that our man Adrian Broner, the problem Broner. All about billions. Y'all remember how quickly he became the, the quickest to like four division champ. Like, a lot of people don't realize that Broner is a four-division champ. That shit crazy. You know Man, what I mean? Broner. Boy, right. Boy, he, was, he was babysitted, boy. You know what I he mean? He was babysitted, so, boy. And, and so, Jay, to your point, I do think there's a little bit of element of danger, but you're right. This is the perfect pick to go snag a belt at a weight class. And then I think the, the kind of the Mayweather-esque kind of out. Where the hell did that belt come from? What I'm trying to figure out, though. Mario Burris, he won. It might have been a vacant belt that he won also. Out of thin also air. Somebody. You okay, know what out of thin air. He ain't win shit. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. High attitude. Because you unified champ. Right. Undisputed. But now what I did see, what I did see now. Is, is Josh. One, Josh Taylor. One, but one, kind, one, one time Keith Thurman, who I really like to see his interviews, he spoke on how if you have two out of the three. No, it's, uh, it's three out of the four. Three out of the four. The, okay, the, the okay. WB. Center percent the okay. WB always added. So you you call unified. You call yeah, yeah, you, 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 yeah. Well, you know you're undisputed at, at at if you have three out of the four. Okay, that, oh, that's what it is. Because originally that's what undisputed. So undisputed is. and unified don't mean the same thing. The, no, 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 they don't mean the same thing. Unified, no, you can have two belts and be unified. No, okay. But undisputed. Oh, well, unified just mean you have more than one belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Un undisputed, like nobody can really stick a claim to you being the guy in that division is really having three out of the four because WBO was added later. And then now that became, you know, right. and, now, and now at some point in time, the IBO is going to kick down the door. It's going to be five or somebody's going to piss somebody off and the WBO will be kicked out or somebody, you know, so the, the, the belt just came out. of thing. Right. But, but also the like, undisputed like, champ. Is, right. But, but back to my point of what I was saying in regards to how they are carrying tank along with Broner, I think the Mayweather model is we're going to pick the right opponents. You're going to snag up some belts and divisions. And then at some point, Tank will have to settle in, to y'all point, and he will have to go at these lightweights. But then by that time, shit, Tank might but, but, be three division champ, four division well, champ. Yeah, and he, he's, he's not waiting on him. He's not waiting on him. And, uh, honestly, and, and also, also, hold up before you go, Q. Part of that too, and we see this even when it comes to club fighting. To your point, Jay, box, boxing is all about marketing, right? So now, immediately. Regardless of if Tank has fought top names yet, once he beats Barrios on Saturday, now when he's introduced, what do they say? Three division, three division, three division, yeah. three division and, champion and, and, Tank Davis, and 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 that's coming from his manager saying there's too many belts in boxing. But when it comes about making money, you know, you you kind of contradict yourself a bit because I don't know if you guys remember about six to eight months ago, we actually talked about it on the show Mayweather went on a rant saying there's too many belts and yeah, yeah, sanction right. of beans and all that. But all when right. it comes to marketing and making money off a fighter, I completely understand it, which is why I'm I'm interested to see this fight. Right, we'll be there. I'm I'm 
expecting a good fight, but if I had, you know, everybody's putting their money on tank. So because you don't think, I, in my head, when I look at, you know, boxing, we've been around boxing for a minute to, to, to no business decisions. You're not putting your fighter out there when he's worth a lot of money to make a little money and a lot of danger. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's one of those things where I look at Barrios and I'm like, yeah, he seems like the big bad wolf. Somebody, but, somebody but, knows, somebody knows but, something about some spar matches about that. Exactly. Chain. exactly somebody but, knows some insight because I, I it just right. otherwise because that's my whole thing. What but, with that chin? What you know? How, how tough is he? You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. And, and, and I got a question. I'm, I'm gonna flip a quick question to both of y'all because th- I think that's the biggest question which you just hit on. Q is him jumping up the 140. Barrios has all the measurables over Tank. Everything. So do you all think Tank's power translates and he really gets Barrios out of there? I think it translates because he's already a 140-pounder. He's just Fast. short, so they're trying to keep Fast. him at a lighter weight. So I think it translates. It just depends on what kind of chin Barrios got. I agree 100% with what he just said. Because, I mean, when, I, when he says it's cracking, <laughs> we say, I'm going to just say it's, I'm, I'm cracking. I, I feel <laughs> what he's saying. So y'all picking a KO or a war? Y'all picking a KO or a war? Um, it's gonna be a war. It might be a, a TKO, but I expect Barrios to touch a canvas multiple times. He might survive. Who knows? Okay. All right. yeah. but speaking, but, but speaking of cracking, go ahead and get it cracking and let us know uh, what you think, Q, on the uh, KO or a war before we move on. The KO, who? KO, KO or a war? Or a war? Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I'm a. I'm, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just say I think Tank gonna get the KO, man. I ain't gonna. Okay. 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 So speaking of, that brings us to connect the whiff. Because if you got to get a KO, you got to connect. And that brings us to the first topic. First topic. And I'm passionate about this because, you know, we've had this debate about what's good and bad for boxing. Oh, Mayweather fighting exhibitions, this exhibition. We're about to talk about somebody who's really an embarrassment to the sport. Oh, my God. In my opinion, but I'm gonna ask you all. Don't let me influence you. Answer on your own. <laughs> Connector with Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. is an embarrassment to boxing. Go ahead. I, I, I smell no, 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 no. You know what? Go ahead, Q. I see, see, see you off your mouth. Go ahead. I smell an undisputed uh, connect. <laughs> <laughs> all parties involved. It's a super connect. Now, West Side. <laughs> what you got on the JD? Hey man, it, it's a connect, but let me, let me just say this right quick on top of that. Kids at home, follow your own path. Listen, follow your own path. You do not have to follow family members, daddy, mama, nothing. Follow your own path, man. Yes, he is an embarrassment to boxing because he really shouldn't have never been a boxer. Straight up. He only did so, it by, yeah, yeah, straight up. So he should have been a model for Gap. Hey, listen, let's just let, 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 let me go off on, on, on Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. for a minute. Look, man. I can understand not having talent. I can't understand not having any heart and not coming in in shape. And what I mean by that is, it's not making weight. He had, he paid him $100,000 to come in. 100K? And he still got beat. Six out of the eight rounds. That was, that was daddy. It was daddy, man. Right? Yeah, it was daddy. No, I mean, yeah. And, but but to me, it wasn't an exhibition. It was a real boxing match. 
Yep. And you get beat up or outboxed by a past his prime MMA fighter. And I'm like, that is what is embarrassing to boxing is him being able to step in the ring and actually draw a crowd and pay-per-view numbers and earn money to put on, I'm sorry for the extra, some shit like that. So as we move on. Where's your pride, bro? <laughs> as we move on to the next connector with people following their own path and doing what they want to do, sometimes people need to take advice. So we're going to ask your advice on a couple of topics and especially this next one. <laughs> my favorite fighter of all time. One of my two favorite fighters of all time. Roy Jones Jr. Y'all must have got. That can't be. Uh, he got a couple of hits. Body head is making a comeback. Connect the whiff. You're all for it. Go ahead, JD. Whiff, whiff, whiff. Hey, man. Again, again, again. Roy, man, there's something else to life. Again, man. We all have things that we love that we grow up doing that we become good at or we you know, Roy is mainly boxing, and then he did the rap thing for a minute. But bruh, it's time to move on, man. It's time hey, to move man. on. He, he made a gym banger, man. Yeah, you know I mean, touch came. <laughs> Hey, and now about where 20 years ago? Not about 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, man. We, we all about to let that age. go. We ain't gonna talk about that. Let yeah. that go. <laughs> so we got we got a whip on one. Where you, where you at with it, Q? Right. I have very, I have cricket teeth, but they sort of crowded. I wish I had snagger teeth so I could say a whiff like the like <laughs> snagger <laughs> tooth. I want you to get a <laughs> and say whiff. So please, 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 Roy. And Roy, you are me and Jay, me and Jay, me and Jay Box on the same channel, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pacquiao, Roy Jones and Pacquiao, man. Like yeah, the man. two Talk of our y'all, y'all. I mean, the bees need it, man. Yeah. And, um, you the know, body men of boxing. I just feel, I, I personally feel, I'm gonna just keep it a buck, man. I feel like um, sometimes, sometimes um, we have people around us, and I don't know, I don't know who a circle is or anything, but mm -hmm. I would just have to say, man, as a close home, as a friend, if I saw my partner, he he making these moves like boxing and music, you know, we 55, 54, you know, if it ain't Mike Tyson, if it ain't a big fight, if right. it ain't something where you could mm -hmm. grab a big bag, like. Man, go and push away from the table and do commentating. Make beats. Don't you don't get don't make a rap album. Make a beat. Make make some beats, man. Be <laughs> start a label. Quincy Jones. Hey, 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 you gotta go Hey, body head. How about this with stars? Do something <laughs> different. Right, right. I, Cause I don't want to see hey. him go and get in the ring and, and, and tarnishing his legacy. You know, I, I feel like he fought too long or whatever, you know. So 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 you talk about him coming back to fight and then not making all of that, sure. man. Uh, here's the biggest thing I think well, all athletes struggle with, all superstar athletes, is when to back away from the spotlight. When to yep. let it go. And I yep. think he's struggling. Just like with Floyd, that. just like yeah. Floyd. Yeah, yeah. And and, and yeah, he's, yeah, he's Floyd, struggling with exactly. that. That's a fact. And yeah. the same the same thing that made him great is making it hard to walk away. Mm -hmm. So he's still that, that confidence that he's had, you know, it, it doesn't leave you as you get older. You just want to test yourself and you can figure out what else do I got to do? I, I got money, I, I'm retired. I'm, right. Why not? You know, only thing I, on, on next big event is either becoming a grandfather, going to the grave. So, you know, hey. Right. And it's like, and, and the thing about it is we get a case of the recencies with everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With everything. It's just like LeBron James that make the finals and everybody, you know, everybody's shooting on, you know, LeBron James or whatever. Uh, LeBron, oh, blah, blah. But I mean, come on, man. This man, this man went nine times. Like he, you know right. what I'm saying? He went like nine times in a row. 
and now he not not there. So it's just like when a fighter, it's just like fancy. That's why I didn't I didn't like the Floyd fight. I didn't like that fight. And after the fight, it took he took a hit. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what the pay-per-view numbers are. He took a hit. And if it was the other Paul brother, bro, I I, re- I'm th- I thank God it was. I thank God it was. Well, well that's what, which brings me to my point about Tank. They know how to pick fights, so that's why I went him. There we go. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and you know, and, and not to knock anything Floyd's done because you look at the resumes. Most definitely. Just okay. like Roy Jones, they, they exactly. resume. And, and Floyd probably has the better resume as far as namesake and and and, cha- and, and champions he's beat. Right. Roy Jones is clean out of the division, and and they both have you know uh, illustrious impeccable, impeccable resumes. You don't want to see tarnish. You know what I'm saying? You don't exactly. want to see well, tarnish anymore. But but is the good point? Yeah. So so but it brings me up talking about resumes brings me up um, to our last connect with. Yeah. I'm gonna just say it like this: connect with Jamal, the 160 Charlo. His resume is suspect. Connect with. Go ahead, Q. I'm gonna go connect with this one, man. Just based on who we call or not, bro. You don't want them people you call or not, and obviously the, the people you done beat. I, I just don't. I just, I ain't gonna say fully suspect because you beat. He beat who's who's been in front of him, but um, I'm more so saying it because of who he call or not. You know, so um, and I'm gonna say it, it. It's more suspect than it was last week. I say that. So, where you at with it, JD? I'm gonna say that's a connect too, man. I, 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 I it's, it's absolutely a connect. You know, Big Charlo at 160. He's 31 years of age, man. At 31 years of age, fight for PBC. Right, fight for PBC. I, I can't lie. He he got to step up with some real names at, at his age, man. You headed towards 32 years old, and when you really look at his resume, you know, outside of what Devin Chinko or Julian Williams. Um, and maybe let me, let, let me let y'all know one or two well, others. By that's about it. Majority of his names are at one fifty four. Just to let y'all, yeah, know. you know. So, so, then, but I agree with you though. I don't think he. From what I've seen, I question whether he's really ready. Let me say, Ju- Julian, Williams, Julian Williams, Austin Trout, uh, uh, right, Silky yeah. Lukey from from here in, in, in Florida, all one hundred and fifty four. Let me say one more thing. So, and what really pisses me off, man. After the fight, you, the guys you call out, other other than other than Triple G, you caught well, and he didn't call out um, Benavidez anymore. After Benavidez clearly wanted to fight him, that was a wrap. He was now he want him to take all type of tests and firstborn, and you want you know. So uh, you calling out guys at 168, you know what I'm saying? And then you got you got Andrade at 160 that's calling you out, you know. And I you know I I don't have any. Room to respect. I don't. I don't understand it. It don't make any sense to me. Let's let's make that an undisputed myth, because I, I'm gonna say this. For a long time, I thought the bigger Charlo was was the better of the two. Now now I, I'm not so sure because the resume of the two they are completely and it, it, it's completely different, right? You know, there's a quality win with um, Erickson Lubin that nobody's talking about. Who's a quality guy who's fighting. Um, Jason Rosario, I think, uh, pretty soon. That's that, and that's a good matchup at 154 pounds. Um, he came through with a last-minute knockout of Tony Harrison in a great fight right. after he came back from a lot. You know, so he's been tested. Um, that is Jamel Charlo more than the 160-pound Charlo. And I'm like, you got Andre sitting there, like, yeah, give us the fights we want. I, I, and, I, and I'll be honest, I've never been a big fan of the Charlo brothers, and only for this reason. 
they came in with a lot of fanfare and a lot of uh you know media coverage because they were twins right and i right. never i never mm-hmm. felt like they put on those signature performance to really warrant or garner that is- recognition that say like an Errol Spencer get or uh, Terrence Crawford gets or right, uh, right. a Triple G, you know, it, you know, let alone somebody like Canelo. So it's like, for me, I've always wanted to see like, aha, I see it. I see what they're talking about. And I've never actually seen that from him because especially with the, uh, with, with uh, Jamal, he hasn't been in a really big primetime fight. And I, I can't say it's because of the lack of competition because clearly he's talking he's about there. Benavidez. There's Andre's there. Um, you know, there was a time where, you know, he could have fought um, at 154 and stayed and dominated and and, and really um, fought the rest of the talent at 154, but he moved up to 160. Mm-hmm. But his brother had a 154 division, so I get that. But they could have ruled that division like the Klitschko's. So, you know, a lot we see this a lot in boxing where you, you you know, wait, uh, uh, wait, wait, hop. Because you see opportunities, like some people going up to 154, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, right. or 168 in Canelo's um, case. It's easier to drop back down to 168 because the main that ain't too many dogs in 175. And at 160, the only man that was there was Canelo and Triple G. And so if you dodge those two, you know, wait out Triple G, he's old. But I will give I will give Charlo credit for this. He has been calling out Triple G for a long time. I remember on HBO, he right. was like, give me G, G, G. Right. <laughs> I, was starting, yeah. I, I was starting to believe in him when he said that. Now I'm kind of seeing, I'm like, yeah, you know, who knows? He might get the old Triple G right now. You know, he might get him right, right now, but it's, it remains. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, 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 fellas, go ahead and take it home for us. Now, um, one more thing, one more thing, what you just said. Um, one, one thing that I saw about the younger Charlo, bro, he, he wants separation. He said, don't compare me to my brother. I'm not my brother. I want everybody. I want all the smoke, bro. It ain't nobody in my division. You know what I'm saying? I want I want anybody that want it, come get it. So I love that. They twins. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Not that not not not, not him speaking out on his brother, but just being real, man. Like, bro, no, 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 no. You need to keep that over there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he got going on, but right here, right now, me, anybody want to come get it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really so that's I really I think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? You know. And here's what I say, man, to to, to wrap it up, my last point is at this time. For for him, it's time to show and prove, man. Point blank, period. The next bout that he announces, it's time to show and prove. Let me just mm-hmm. tell y'all a couple of the people that I'm not quite so sure that he would beat, but that are right there for him to make fights with. You have Irislande Lara still oh. out there. Mm-hmm. You got a Chris Eubank Jr. who's pretty mm-hmm. decent in his own right. Mm-hmm. You got Andre. We already mentioned Andre. Mm-hmm. You got and you got triple G. G G G, as he said. And we're not even talking about if you we're not even talking about if you are I'll make a fight, Danny Jacobs too. Exactly. You took right out of my mouth. Exactly. We ain't even talking about if you go to Danny J and some of them. So it's time for him to show and prove, man. It's time for Charlo to step up and knock off a real name. I'd even like to see a Peter Peter Quillen fight. I don't know if he's retired or not, you know, but I I I just love birthday, Peter Quillen. He just had a birthday. Mr. I eat chocolate. He got the weirdest, wackest, like you know, he he one time he said about eat Daniel your ja- chocolate. He, he said Whoa. one time about Daniel Jacobs when they asked him about and, and sure enough he got beat really quick by Daniel Jacobs. I think it was like first round. I think uh Polymer called it a rumble drill. It was a rumble drill because Daniel Jacobs took off on it because he probably didn't like this comment that he said. And this probably could be a pie quarter today because the shit was so weird and funny. <laughs> 
I asked him about Daniel Jenkins after he beat a fighter. I, beat a fighter. I think it was. Uh, man, I figured. I, I know. I, I know who the fighter is. I was, I, but I, his name escapes escapes me because the biggest take fight was hit this quote. All right. So, what do you think about fighting uh, Daniel Jacobs? Well, you know, we're both from the air, blah, blah, blah. And he's a fellow African-American, so you know I got to eat his chocolate. Chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, bro. <laughs> what, man? And as baffled as you are all at home, that's where we're going to leave it at. Because this is exactly. Boxing Fives, and that's all that needs to be said. I hope you, y'all love us like we love. Y'all tune in again. We always give you the best box analysis on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. Subscribe with the vibe. Uh-huh. We out. Already, baby. Oatmeal, no butter, baby. Already.